Hi. Hey guys, welcome to episode 60 of Raz Hockey. I am Trev. And with me as always is uh would I would I call you my sidekick? Or yeah, I could be a sidekick. You're willing to be a sidekick? I'm damn right. <laughs> my sidekick, <laughs> Mr. You know, Danny Major, aka you know, Bush. You know, like in the movie Major League, when you're doing the commentary, and I'm just Sitting there, uh, yep. <laughs> just there's uh, a man of many words. I <laughs> just uh, when uh, that main announcer passes out, he goes <laughs> pop up, pop up, caught, <laughs> yeah, and the inning <laughs> pitch strike. Yeah, what is that guy's name? The announcer, I don't know. That's a good movie. That was a good movie. That's a great movie. It's just original. It was it broke the seam. Everything. It, Joe Boo. It made Joe Boo household name. Hats for bats. And then that guy. You telling me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> yeah. He's a Joe Boo's a ah Jesus. I like him very much. <laughs> you know, help curveball. <laughs> oh. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> anyways, uh, welcome to episode uh, 60 of Res Hockey. It's uh, another good day. Well, it was yep. a cold day. I uh, cool. spent the day outside. Our my The organization I work for, we're having our Ooh. fall harvest this week. So You were outside all day. I was outside all day. Oh, it, and, and it was, to our American listeners, it was about maybe hovering around 32, maybe 38 degrees yeah, it was minus uh, four. And that was in the sun. <laughs> yeah, the sun was out, but that wind was a bitch. Yeah. It was so, it was that north wind, so it, it just made it really cold. I woke up this morning, looked at my, the temperature was minus six. I was like, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> so I wore long johns underneath my pants. and Yeah, yeah, do that. I, I had to bundle up, man. Mm-hmm. I wore rubber boots because I thought the ground was going to be mucky and stuff mucky and wet but no yeah. it was frozen solid so <laughs> you could have you could put on sorrels i think so so tuesday wednesday thursday we're still outside but it's fun though it's yeah. you get a lot of the schools from the canoa area come to the fall harvest and we show them how to cut up a moose or cut up deer or fillet a fish and stuff like mm-hmm. a lot of traditional stuff and it's good That's that good. kids are coming out here to learn the the old ways i guess mm-hmm. Uh, uh, res hockey is on the traditional land of the Anishinaabe. We are recording on tree three territory, tree, yeah, tree, tree, the lands where the Anishinaabe get five dollars per year for their tree money. Yeah, five bucks. I wonder how you how you guys got managed to get a dollar more than us, treaty nine. I don't know. I don't, like what? I wonder. Because you guys have a, you guys were beside the land, a uh, big body of water. You guys can get ships to your area. We we can't. <laughs> we get we got more land, but less money. But you guys got more money and less land. Because we were always dealing with the Sioux nearby, <laughs> and the Crees, and the Crees. You guys are, yeah, territorial. Do you think there was like Sulacotes two hours from Kenora? Was there yeah. really Sioux there? Like no, 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 no. Why do they call it Sulaco? I don't know. Why do they call it Sioux Arrows? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I gotta find out the history of why they call it Sulacotes. Yeah, and they spell it S 
I O U X, which is yes. the Sioux, right? Mm-hmm. There has to be a story behind. There's got to be some. Someone yeah. Google it. Yeah, Talk find out. Us. Yeah, oh. I'm gonna ask our cookums, the grandmas. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't received my four dollars for the last twelve years. So, crap. You got- What's what? Forty-eight bucks. Forty-eight bucks. Forty and like four dollars in the early 1900s must have been like at least a hundred bucks in today's time. Right? That was gravy money back then. Yeah. Plus they give you ammunition and yep. I don't know what else. Like fishing nets and fire water. Fire water. <laughs> so, uh, guest for episode sixty. You want to say this one, Bush? Andrew Ansonen. If you don't know who he is, Google him or watch the TV series on Hulu. Uh, Shorzy. It's on Crave TV too for your Canadian. Well, yeah. Hulu's American, man. Okay, yeah. Crave TV. Uh, where's Andrew from? Lac Brochet, Manitoba. Yeah, Andrew is a former. Well, he must still. He's a played junior hockey. He's a former MMA fighter. And now he's an actor. We yeah. had a great time talking with him yeah. last night. A lot of good stories. And I think he's uh, going to, he's one of those that's going to make a trail, pave a trail for mm-hmm. a lot of the youth to yeah. say, if he can be an actor on a big time show, and like, so can I. And yeah, it's, he can only go up, man. So, uh, listen uh, later on in our podcast, and he'll be on the show. So we had a lot of fun with him. Yeah. Uh, because of the week, because of the week for episode sixty is Mister Leland Paulus. Leland. Hey, Leland. Leland plays. Uh, what does he play for? Hold on. He plays for the Sharks. Uh, they started their season two weeks ago. And he was the first player of the game for the season for the Sharks. So keep on being deadly, Leland. That's a pretty cool, uh, like, player of the game Mm -hmm. thing they have. It's like a costume, shark costume. Pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a dandy picture that that they sent him. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll post that because of the week picture. So that's awesome. Uh, if you guys want to, if you want to be cuz of the week or know anyone who wants to be cuz of the week, shoot us a message on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. Uh, Bush and I have TikTok. What's your TikTok name? Bushman002, I think. Or we're on Twitter, Res Hockey, Instagram, Res Hockey. Yeah, Bushman002. So, yeah, come on. Let's keep the the trend going because of the hashtag because of the week. Yeah. So, uh, shout outs. Do you have any shout outs you want to s- say to anyone listening this week? Yes, a uh, couple shout outs actually. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to Shane, your coworker, buddy of ours, uh, and soon to be wife Serena Kenny. They had a social on the weekend. Shane's uh, former cousin of the week. Yeah. I saw Shane today at work and he asked why I didn't come to their social, but man, I was tired, man. Saturday night. I'm yeah. usually by nine o'clock. That's when I start to get tired and mm-hmm. I'm not 
a young buck no more where <laughs> nine o'clock you're just having a couple of warm-up coldies ready to head out to the, the bar or something come nine o'clock now i'm just thinking what should i have for a quick snack before i go to bed <laughs> times uh, of change yeah and my second shout out uh good friend of ours uh fan of the show jeff richards he is the induction of jeff richards into lakehead university athletics wall of fame wow um, yeah it's pretty cool to to get inducted into, into any wall of fame anybody that watched jeff he's a pretty deadly hockey player deadly that guy yeah he's our cousin way to go jeff yeah congrats on the big accomplishments and uh maybe we should make a res hockey we should wall of fame and throw jeff on the wall yeah sounds good to me but yeah uh or before uh bush mentioned our friend former cousin of the week shane kakagamic had uh his wedding social and he had a lot of good prizes. I think yeah. that's one thing to attract people to your times wedding. What? You're desperate? What are you desperate no, about? I, was, uh, I had to close out my, my TikTok. Mm-hmm. I, I had to look at my, my handle. And, uh, oh, and actually, poor Bush is desperate. For what? <laughs> no. Just, it says desperate times calls for it. Was, uh, it was something of a major league baseball left-handed player. Mm-hmm. And I closed it out. I can put it back on and just put it back exit really fast. Just... <laughs> escape, escape. <laughs> it's okay, man. I don't judge. Okay. Wasted days and wasted nights. <laughs> Desperate. I'm going to call you that, Mr. Desperado. <laughs> I don't have no shadows this week. I'll just say. Shout out to everyone listening. Thanks for taking the time out of your, yeah. your busy schedule to hang around with Bush and I. So we're just chillaxing on Monday evening. Um, watching a Leafs game. Leafs are losing to the Coyotes 2-zip. You know what? That's a crappy thing about watching the Leafs this year for me. I have, like, I'm a diehard Leafs fan. I love the Leafs, even though they shit the bed every year. And But... I'm in a hockey pool with a bunch of coworkers and I I had the first overall pick and I picked McDavid, but now that I didn't pick uh, Matthews or Marner, I don't want them to score. <laughs> I don't want Tavares to score. I don't want Nylander to score or Riley to score. It's hard watching a game knowing that you're, t- you don't want your team to score. <laughs> I'm in a pickle this year. And it yeah. sucks. But I don't know. Like, would you rather win in a hockey pool, win like three, four hundred bucks, or would you rather win, or would you rather have your team win? Ooh, that's a good question. Got to go with money these days. Yeah. So. Yeah. I really don't want the Leafs to win, or I don't want those guys to score. Like, <laughs> their third line and fourth line can score, but just not the top six guys yeah so uh there's 10 of us in my hockey pool and i'm in seventh place i'm doing pretty bad so comes the question is it fair for fans to boo a team after two games in the season if your team's zero and two and is it okay to boo your team especially at home if they had two home games and they're zero and two 
Is it okay for the team, the the fans, to boo the players? Absolutely not. Why is that? I'll explain. Okay, so a lot of riders agree with this, and actually, this is where I got my idea. I shouldn't say they agree with it; it's their idea. And I, I've been studying their records for a team to lose two games in the first couple of weeks. Don't worry about it. Um, Jay Woodcroft, coach with the Oilers, uh, has put put it on the on the tip there. Um, all the good teams, the good players, everything, every player, every team needs to gel. And depending how long they have the summer off, they, they will not gel in the first couple of games. They they're just not going to. I mean, look how many times that everybody else has their uh, goes on the ice and their their back sore. They can't get their shot right. Everything, blah blah blah. The good teams, the good players, they figure it out after the first two weeks. They'll, they'll they're going to start to gel. They'll they'll get the passes. They'll get the games. The goalies will start to feel the puck more. So you fans that are start booing and throwing the jerseys and lighting them on fire in the first two games, shame on you. You're not a true hockey student. You do not understand the game. After the first two weeks, however, that's when cause for concern is warranted. After the first 10 games, definitely, definitely start the jersey fires. But no, uh, first two games, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about it. They're, they're, they're not used to the jet lag. They're not used to the tempo. They're not used to the practices. They're, they're not used to the diets. They're not used to the, they're not used to everything. I don't care who you are. Really? Yes. If your team, that's my two cents. If say your team's losing in March and you're just fed up with it, would you throw your jersey? I have. The ice? Have you? Oh, no, I'm not on the ice. No, I throw it on my floor. Yeah. And right in front would of you, you Jack. On, yeah, would you throw it on the ice, though? No, no, I wouldn't throw it on the, uh, on the ice. I just wouldn't wear it, though. That's my that's my act of solidarity. Oh, yeah, this is the guy that fucking went to a fucking <laughs> Oilers game and pre-season didn't wear game. a fucking jer- uh, Oilers jersey. That's the preseason. Who are going to cheer for? Shit. Where's your you have Evan, no loyal Evan Bouchard or uh who else was uh there was a bunch the of big name players? There was no big name. <laughs> if you guys don't if you guys forgot, Bush and I went to a preseason <laughs> game last year and sure it'll come up. The Jets and the Oilers were playing and Bush just die ha- die hard the Oilers fan doesn't wear an Oilers jersey. No, I didn't. That's I think you're wearing that shirt to that game, the one you have on now. The under Armour shirt. <laughs> Bush has a favorite shirt every fucking week. This guy wears yeah. it. He's wearing it now. The Under Armour uh, Mark, Mark, uh, The Rock. Yeah, it's like a bull or something. Yeah. Brahma Bull Rock. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you had that tattooed like on your ass or somewhere. I should get a tattooed on my chest the way it is. Right? So good. <laughs> You'll just get one, one, uh, one little horn. Quit it! It hurts. <laughs> I'm sensitive, man. I'm sensitive. Yeah. Do you think it hurts to get a tattoo in your ass? Since there's not, I don't it must know. be. Hey, you got a flat bum, so it probably does hurt. There's no. Uh... <laughs> you got Jeez. a panic bum. Like, oh. it's gonna hurt. There's oh, no, boy. there's no tissue there. Yeah. It's just all bone. Yeah. Maybe uh, we got to make a bet. Just yeah, we should. Okay. Whoever loses has to get a tattoo on their bannock bum. Oh, not that type of bet. No? Come if, on, man. If we go you on the, if, you got to start go, living. If we meet in the playoffs in the 
Stanley Cup Finals, I'll take that bat with you. Okay, that's a bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I the Leafs and Oilers make it to the finals, Bush and I will make a bet, and the loser yeah. has to get a tattoo on their bannock bum. On their bannock bum, yeah. Of the other team's logo. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be. Okay. <laughs> you heard, heard it here first, yeah. folks. It's, it's, on, it's on social media. It's written in stone. You heard I know you're just making this bet because you know the fucking Leafs and Oilers are not gonna make the finals. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. in the event that it happens, it's here. And fucking Leafs win four straight. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll even practice drawing a maple leaf right now, and I'll fucking tattoo it on your ass. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. So, anyways. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk this talk about this again. The fucking another bad story came up. Oh right, GMHL, the Greater Metro Hockey Metro. League. Yeah, um, a parent on uh, went on Facebook and talked about his son's experience with one of the teams in the league and how they paid this great amount of money for him to play this year. The team treated treated him like shit. The players yeah. on his team were bullying him, and unfortunately, that boy left the team and went back home to Manitoba. And and we've been getting a lot of bad yeah. feedback, a lot of negative stories about this fucking so-called Junior A Outlaw League, the GMHL. Parents, I don't know. I met one nice guy. He's a coach. He's a general manager of that a team in that league. And other than that, I've heard like so many bad stories. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like I don't want to tell the kids and parents not to send your kids there because the one guy that I know is such a really he's a really nice guy and he's he knows what he's doing. But every other fucking team in that league is brutal. And maybe just okay. I'll just I'll say this: don't send your kids to any other teams in the league. But if you want to know who that coach is and the name of that team, send me a message and I'll, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, cause do you want to fucking bash a league? Like the whole league is shitty, but there's one team that's pretty good. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think he puts a good program on. Yeah. I that's- mean, even that Western conference, Western division in the GMHL, Nick was approached to play for them. I said sure we'll uh we'll we'll talk about it but the that coach kept on messaging me asking for money uh can you mm. make a down payment just to hold his spot and see that's so not I, right so I sent him a thousand dollars then after that and I said well it's gonna take a, a while for us to come up with the rest of the money and he fucking like that same day I sent him a thousand dollars he kept on asking for more. I need maybe a thousand dollars more just to keep his spot, to hold his spot. And I said, then I messaged the guy that I was just talking about, one of the coaches and general managers of that one team, and I asked him about it. And he said it seemed really sketchy. And so I asked for that money back. And it took him fucking like a week for him to give me that thousand dollars back. Yeah, of course they do. And the thing, they wanted ten fucking thousand dollars. Holy. And, Jesus. and with this league, they 
they'll try to get major junior players and like junior players that played yeah. three, four years of junior beforehand to come and pretty much play for free while these other First Nation and, and Indigenous kids have to pay six to ten thousand dollars to go play and for yeah. what to fucking play third, fourth line minutes. So uh I don't know, just yeah. It's it's a bad situation because a lot of the times these communities reserves have money to help support these these hockey players and they do pay for that full uh, amount for the year and it's just unfortunate that these kids are getting not getting ice time and they're getting bullied by their coaches and players so yeah. just be careful out there parents if you guys have any questions about that league or just anything else, shoot me a message on Facebook or anything because I'm a scout with a um, a team in the SIJHL, so I know my hockey. I played the game and I got a lot of connections, and I'm, I'll help you if your kid wants to play somewhere and uh, is looking for somewhere to play for. Because I rather have I rather help out a kid and a family rather than them getting burned and mm-hmm. ripped off because it pisses me off. Like that GMHL, they gotta smarten up. They're getting a bad rep, but that's my fucking two cents. Mm-hmm. I'm, wi- I'm wild up now. <laughs> that's good though. You're passionate about the passionate about protecting kids. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's just I know that just like I mentioned, the one general manager, manager and coach. He's a good guy, and I I've gotten along with him with the messages we sent back and forth, and. It just I feel bad for him because that league's that league's getting a really bad reputation, and this guy's done a lot of work for that team and organization. So, sorry for this guy, and I offer him to come on the show to see if he wants to talk about the league and talk about all the bad press that they've been getting. So, yeah. So yeah, that's my two cents in that. I'm okay now. Okay, that's good. Woosa, woosa. Uh, Bad Boys 2, remember? Uh, Will Smith. Just no, rubbing. No, no, that wasn't Will Smith. That was um, Martin Lawrence. Mar- Martin Lawrence, yeah. Yeah, just rubbing his earlobes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, budge. Holy man, I swear lots. That's okay, though. I gave like 10 F-bombs. That's all right. It needs to be said. It makes it more uh, dramatic throwing the uh, f bombs out there. I feel better. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's head over yeah. to our interview with Mister Andrew Antonin. Antonin, yeah. Let's go. Peace. Hey everybody, Res Hockey, episode 60, we have a special guest here. We would love to introduce you, hailing from Black Brochet, Andrew Antonin. What's up? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> good. That was, that was pretty good, watch. <laughs> You're getting better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How's everything? Good, man. How, how are things with you? Oh, living a life, man. It's getting cold, though, but... Oh. Uh, Hunting season's upon us, so. I was just going to say, I had my stand set up and looking to go up north here for some moose pretty soon, so. Are, you a, are you a big hunter? 
I use yeah, and in the fall time I'm usually hunting, yeah. You? Uh yeah, like not as much. Uh, I'm from Treaty Nine uh, from Moose Factory. So growing up, we used to hunt a lot, but ever since I moved here to Treaty Three, I don't hunt as much. <laughs> yeah. Uh I find that Ojibwe's they don't like growing up, <clears throat> I was really big on goose hunting springtime, fall time, but around here for some reason the Ojibwe's no. don't uh there's duck here. Yeah, they don't <laughs> duck go hunting for goose yeah. or for geese. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of... Ducks and uh, partridge around here. Right yeah, in this area. yeah. There's like oh, just okay. like every town, there's lots of geese and like no one hunts them. And no. I, I think it's, I still find it weird. <laughs> yeah. Up north, we get whatever we can get. Partridge, geese, duck, you name it. Eh? Moose. Uh... Uh, I think, well, caribou is not until later on, but yeah, everything goes up there. Yeah, where my dad's from, he's from along the coast of Hudson Bay, and they get a lot of caribou up there. And I, I love caribou. Yeah. I think it's better than moose meat. Yeah, it's good meat. I, I've had elk. I tried elk there not too long ago. That's up there with caribou for my favorite. Oh, too. yeah. Yeah. I find that caribou meat's more tender compared to moose. It is. Did you yeah, ever... a little bit leaner too. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever try yeah. caribou meat uh, bush? No, I haven't. I don't think. Oh man, <laughs> it's just this area. I don't know. Right? Usually, my my next time my dad sends me caribou meat, I'll cook okay. some up for you yeah. and bring it over. Fry it up with some bannock or what? There yeah, we go. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hockey. Uh, how did you get started in hockey? Uh, I got started pretty late, actually, but uh, like any other res kid, you start out skating on the pond, eh? out on the lake, and uh, back when I was, say, in eighth grade, I uh, tried out for this Norman region team. A bunch of natives, they get together in different sections of Manitoba, we play against kids down south, and since then, I, I wanted to play organized hockey, so I only got started later on, um, I'd say, well... From grade nine to grade twelve, I went to Notre Dame. So I played organized hockey there for four years, and uh, yeah, like I said, I started pretty late, but improved, I guess, uh, quite a bit each year. Played team Manitoba the last two years a midget, uh, and uh, ended up getting John Shabbat. Actually, had this TV series called Hit the Ice, and uh, he scouted us from that uh, National Aboriginal tournament there. And he had the top 20 guys do it like a TV show pro style camp and brought in different guys to talk to us and their journey with hockey and um, pretty much just getting, giving kids exposure from all over, all over Canada. So scouts came in saw us and that's how I ended up sticking out East. I was supposed to play in, uh, in OCN that year and, and, but I got my rights traded over and ended up in Gatineau in the queue there for a little bit, bounced around and uh, just end up staying out here and play junior in Gunawage. So, yeah, like I said, it was a late start, but I had fun. I played junior. I wanted a little break from uh, – I didn't want to go to university right away, eh? so I figured I'd live it up and play junior and <laughs> and see what happens after that. Okay, so you, you mentioned you played hockey in Notre Dame, Saskatchewan. Uh, how did you enjoy yeah. your time there? It was good. I uh, got get to le- meet all kinds of 
kids eh, from all over the world, uh, kids from Swedish. One year I had a room, there was kid from Switzerland, kid from Venezuela, um, another kid from South Africa. So you get to see all kinds of different cultures. And uh, yeah, we played, we played all kinds of sports, football. I didn't just play hockey, I played football, rugby, um, a little bit of baseball, but main focus was hockey and it was a good time. Boarding school, you know how <laughs> how that goes. <clears throat> you mentioned a lot of uh, rules. Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, what would happen if you would uh, break curfew? <laughs> I got a. Uh, you definitely get hours. They give you community service hours, eh? So, depending on how bad the offense is, you get suspended from. From your sports and uh, you're, you're cleaning dishes or raking leaves or something like that. Eh? But, uh, usually, uh, I think one of the bigger ones was like tobacco and alcohol. So you get caught, you get like 36 hours of community Ouch. work service. Yeah. And you can't do anything else until you're done. So you're on detention for that time being. So it could be a week, be two weeks, depending on how fast you get it done. Oh. <laughs> Um, You mentioned kind of walking the condors of the Quebec Junior League. Uh, How was that experience playing playing in Quebec? It was good. It was fun. Um, Montreal's, uh, you know, big, uh, you know, it's a fun place to play. And it was nice. I got to play on the reserve as well. So uh, it's kind of like very homey, you know. It's not like you're just out in, in a bigger city and, stuff like that so they treated us very well uh, christ they treated me better than they did in in you know any other team whether it's major junior or whatever they gave me an apartment oh, wow. a truck oh. wrapped in the condors logo uh, oh. you name it paid us they paid for um all our food you, you know everything top of the line stuff so the owner did us really well there right on Gone. And if you got in, and he liked his scraps, so if you got into a few scraps, he left some money in your stall when you were, <laughs> you were coming <laughs> off the ice. <laughs> okay, so uh, speaking of scrapping, uh, was it during or after junior hockey? Yeah, you got into MMA. Uh, during hockey, actually, I think it was my second year playing junior, and uh, well, before before I started even playing hockey, I was in Taekwondo. So I was already kind of in martial arts a little bit and I had a little bit of experience boxing and, uh, the owner that owns our hockey team owns this promotion as well. Fight quest, one of the better promotions in Eastern Canada. And one day we went to an event and sat at his table and I said, Hey Pete, I could, I'm pretty sure I could fight in this thing. And he, he didn't buy it. He's like, Holy (laughs) shit. He's like, He's like, these these guys will tune you up. He says, hey, like, you know, he says that you can only fight on the ice. But I said, no, man, I'm serious. I can probably can kick better than I can throw punches, honestly. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Blew it off. A couple of days later, he says, uh, yeah, you want to try fighting? He's like, come to the gym at 6 o'clock. It's a Tuesday. And that's when they spar. So he had it set up for me to kind of get my ass kicked, right? <laughs> to kind of teach, <laughs> teach me a lesson there and. Went to sparring and uh, it didn't exactly go that way. And after that, they said, yeah, we're going to book you for a fight in two months. So Ooh. everything happened quick. And uh, 
and that's when I got my first fight. And it was against another guy that played hockey. He played uh, OHL. He fought for the farm team of the Islanders, I believe. His name's Alex O'Neill, tough guy. And so my first fight was against him. Uh, yeah, so after winning that one, I just kind of took off, fought again, and was supposed to fight for a belt. Uh, my third fight, I think, but I ended up blowing my knee out. So that got canceled last minute. And so I started doing striking after that and did boxing, kickboxing. Fought for another belt in that, and that was a draw. So I was doing, yeah. So to answer your question, it was during, yeah, during while I was playing junior hockey. So busy what's, then. Yeah. What's more nerve-wracking, yeah. fight, uh, fighting in a cage or fighting on the ice? Oh, definitely. Definitely in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> on the ice, you know, a lot of the times it's spur of the moment, you know, and in the cage, you, you got all these people knowing you're going to get in there and uh, and the just the training for it beforehand, you know, kind of builds up the anxiety a little bit. So it's definitely, definitely uh, in the ring for sure. What was your uh, entrance song? Did you have a specific entrance song coming out? I was always different. Uh, I did one with uh, Biggie Smalls one time. It was a remix, um, juicy a juicy remix. <laughs> one of one of them was uh, All of the Lights by Rihanna. I don't know, just a bunch of different <laughs> different ones. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now you were on the comedy show Shorzy and played the character. Brant Goody, good child. How was it being on the show? It was good, man. It was uh, it was a first for me. It was a first for a lot of the guys, a lot of hockey players on there. Um, the writer Jared, his uh, idea was to bring in hockey players and turn them into actors, you know, rather than bringing in actors and putting them on the ice because you know not all actors can skate and <laughs> and do all that. And then plus when uh, when they, you know, when you're moving so fast on production, they want, you know, the less mistakes, the better for them, right? So yeah. it was easier for them to to train us to be actors than to train actors to be hockey players, I suppose. But it was it was new, and uh, they broke us in very well. They 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 brought us in a week early, and we had ice time throughout the week, and just got to know each other. So just like a regular practice, I'm, you know guys get together any level like uh hockey rooms a hockey room eh? guys gel together so yeah that was good rather than just throwing us right behind the screen right away and giving us a script you know we're we're all pretty nervous so it was good that they broke us in that way how was it uh offset like away from the production and stuff how was it hanging out with the boys like john and brandon and jordan yeah, they're good guys. All, everybody, we had a riot of a time. Uh, guys like Terry Ryan, you know, they they had NHL tournaments. Like they little, they brought their Xbox and stuff. So we had a whole <laughs> tournament going on, and the weekends we let loose a little bit. And but during the time it was COVID, eh? So there was only oh, yeah. so much we could do. And but uh, we had the hotel. One of the floors in the hotel was pretty much just all cast. So. You know how that, you know, bouncing room room to room, visiting, you know, everybody just kept their doors open sort of thing and, you know, hang out with so-and-so here and then get along with somebody else over here. So 
it was fun. We all we all got got along very well. And then, of course, the stories start flowing. Then eh, after, <laughs> after <laughs> yeah. Terry Ryan's got some good stories there. Terry and and John have have some good stories. I'll save it for them to tell it. But uh... <laughs> did you always have the acting bug? I, you know, earlier in my like maybe a few three two three years ago, you know, it was always a thought of mine. And uh, next thing you know, here we are, you know, doing this thing <laughs> and on a pretty big production itself. You know, it's with Bell Media, but. Got the full force there with with these guys. I mean, learning from not knowing anything to to getting uh, you know a crash course on on all this <laughs> stuff while doing it. But yeah, it's fun and it's you know I'd like to do more of it. I'm sure we all we all enjoyed ourselves and you know hopefully there's more to come to this. How special was it? Uh, with all the indigenous actors and actresses to be on the show and you being a part of it, did it make it a little bit more relaxing on set? Yeah. And uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, natives again, get along, you know, everybody has uh, the same kind of idea of humor and all that type <laughs> of stuff. Eh? So um, it was pretty, it was, it was good. And, and again, Jared, he really, involved everybody as far as you know canadian culture goes you know you got natives you got your new fee you got you know french guys so he really uh he it was very well thought of and and put together so and again sudbury there is a lot of natives in sudbury so that's you know you got <laughs> yeah got to make it a little bit realistic eh yeah <laughs> any future projects coming up uh well i do work with uh, john shabbat uh through first assist that's a charity he runs sports camps throughout uh, the north in canada and pretty much the same idea kind of like uh what you guys do with your podcast you know just exposure mm-hmm. storytelling you know like he'll i'll go up and tell my story and and kind of the ways what uh that got me to where i am and you know, not giving up and believing in yourself and, and uh, taking a risk and using sports as that, that outlet eh? to, to get yourself off the reserve and, and uh, just learn different life lessons as far as living on the outside off the reserves. Cause yeah. some kids, they, they, they don't get that opportunity eh? and they're, they're shy when they leave or they don't know what to, you know, where to go or who to look up to or even talk to. So things like this really, you know, gives them a chance and some hope to, you know, pursue something for themselves. <clears throat> Cooking. What's your, uh, what's your go-to meal when you're chefing it up? <laughs> when I'm chefing it up, oh, again, fried meat, bannock, that's always good. <laughs> Fish fry. Uh, I like walleye fit, you know, all that sort of stuff, but when I'm dieting, it's a lot of chicken and rice, you know, if, if I'm getting ready for a fight, but, and if I'm just trying to get in shape for something, it's always the same, <laughs> same stuff, chicken and rice and vegetables. And, but, uh, like I said, the best meal, I got to say, it's either caribou meat, you know, onions, bannock, <laughs> stew or something. Can't, can't go wrong with that. When you guys were filming the show, uh, did they have you on like a special diet and 
try to keep your weight down and keep you in somewhat good shape for the show? No, no, they didn't. Uh, I did that on my own kind of just because I don't want to look, you know, <laughs> you know, out of shape in front of everybody. So I, I, I kicked myself in the gear the two months before that and started training and watching my diet because I was getting a little fluffy there for a few days. So. But no, they, they didn't. They weren't. They weren't too hard on us about that stuff. <laughs> thankfully. <laughs> Most of yeah, the guys are in shape sorry. anyways. Eh? They, uh, yeah. Yeah. You got any predictions on this on the cup? Who's going to take it? Uh, I'll throw... Pittsburgh's always got a good chance. Pittsburgh and... Uh, I like to say... I'll say the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I just because just because I root for him, yeah, Manitoba, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Eh? Yep. What about what yeah, about the Leafs? Knows. Then you you don't think the Leafs are gonna make it past the first round this year? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They haven't in how long, man. It's hard to put put money on them guys. They'll find a way to screw something up there, <laughs> <laughs> like always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's your team, eh? Leafs? Yeah, that's my team. Big Leaf guy. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing about Leaf fans. They're diehard fans, though. You got to give them that. Yeah, we're loyal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loyal you, to the story. If you ever need a friend, I'll be there because I'm loyal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. Just find a Leafs fan, eh? Yeah. A good friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What's on your playlist for music then when you're uh, going to the gym or you're just driving around in your vehicle? What's uh, what's your go-to playlist? Uh, you know, usually I just throw on YouTube and uh, I'll type in one song and let, you know, let them do the rest kind of thing. You know how mm-hmm. songs pop up after yeah. whatever. But I do like uh, Colors right now by the Black Panthers. That one, that one gets me going once in a while and, when that comes on the radio, uh, what else? Cleveland a, Summer Nights is a good one. Is that are those rap songs? Uh, it's more like uh, pop, I guess. And then okay. there's country. I like good good country. Uh, not the not like the fruity kind of pop. You know, it's good. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's it's got a good vibe to it. But um, yeah. I, Good country songs, uh, up rap. I like a lot of rap songs, but I don't. Ha- I'm bad with all that, uh, so you know, yeah, technology stuff. So I let the radio do the work or Sirius XM. What about techno music? <laughs> I don't really. Techno's good. Some of them, eh? Some of the rave music that they got going on now. They got good beats, but there's there's not a whole lot of singing in them, eh? No. Yeah. Are you into techno? No, I'm not. <laughs> I think we're we're too old for techno. I yeah. think we still go with like ACDC <laughs> yeah. and Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah those up. are always good too. Good. Okay. What? And I think the only country that I listen to is like Morgan Wallen and just nothing nothing no sad Sunday morning tunes anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feel good country, eh? Yeah. 
Uh, do you have do you have any advice for young Indigenous youth right now? Yeah. Um, again, believe in yourself. Don't be afraid to uh, try new things out because who knows where you know things can lead you. Uh, from my experience, it started out with hockey. Uh, hockey got me to meet a lot of people transferred into MMA and that's all because of hockey as well. And, uh, you know, for instance, I didn't make, I didn't go play pro or anything like that, but at the same time, you know, it led me to being on Shorzy as well. So, uh, and that could be with anything, not just hockey. It could be with any sport, uh, but main thing is you got to get out there and give yourself the chance. And, um, you know, all the, these opportunities aren't, aren't up there on the res, especially when I, where I come from. So it's good to, to go out and explore and, and uh, meet new people and, and who knows where things can take you. Perfectly said. Uh, before we let you go, we'll finish our interview with our uh, five rapid niche questions. <laughs> All right. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> question number one, baked or fried bannock? Ooh, fried all day long. Right. <laughs> I'm more of a baked kind of guy. Yeah. Um, number two. Are you? Yeah. It's good. Well, it, <laughs> good with bannock or uh, not bannock, but a uh, butter and and and, and jam. jam. That's with, that's good too. With a either cup of one, tea. they're both. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Either that or a flag. No flag <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three, ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? I did in Thompson. He was at one of the socials there. King of the North, that King guy. King of the North, yeah. <laughs> Do you know any of his yeah. songs? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, what's a good one that he, he plays? Stay? Is it, it's called Stay? Yeah, or stay? yeah. Yeah, Stay or Stay a While <laughs> or something like that. That's one of them. That's like the end of the night song, eh? That's his, uh, <laughs> yeah, his encore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, number four, Indian taco or Indian burger? Indian taco unless it's a bison burger if it's a bison mm. burger on that then I might have to go with uh, bison bison bannock burger uh, fifth and last question can you jig yeah I can jig I square dance when I was younger too oh, nice. some jigging competitions yeah could jig a little bit I don't know how good I still am but I get out there <laughs> All right, that's awesome. Well, Andrew, thank you uh, for coming on the show. We appreciate taking taking the time out of your schedule and to come join us on a Sunday evening. No, my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me. All right, take care, and hopefully right our paths cross once one of these days. For sure, yeah, I'm sure they will at some point. All right, we'll talk to you again. Okay. See ya. See ya. All right. Hi. Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, welcome, welcome to back. the third installment of the show. Um, that, yeah, that was a 
freaking uh, great interview with Andrew. Andrew. So thanks again, Andrew, for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, I, I hope you young fellas out there really take what he had to say about working hard and yeah. just uh, no matter what you do, whatever you're doing in life, just work hard at it and positive things will come out. And like a lot of our guests have always said the same things when we ask what advice would you give youth young players and stuff? And they always said, try hard and yeah, live a healthy lifestyle. So don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So look at Bush. He was shy and look at him now. He's a fucking podcast superstar. <laughs> He's a very handsome fella. And he has nice feet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh. Are you almost have you almost made enough money to quit your day job? <laughs> almost make enough money to buy uh winter tires. Yeah, I gotta get fucking winter tires too. I had my Jeep for three years, and it came with the all-terrain tires, and I oh, just yeah. never switched them. Mm. But now I gotta get new tires this well pretty soon. Yeah, so. mine are not too bad compared to yours. I only have seventeen-inch tires rims, so yeah, I got not what twenties. Yeah, standard truck twenties. Yeah, so, so I gotta uh... sucks for you, man. It's gonna you're gonna be <laughs> fucking. 500 bucks a tire or something. Both there, yeah. You're rich, though. So. I'm not rich. <laughs> well, it depends if I win a lottery. Uh, this 70 million on Tuesday night. 70 million. I 70 got. Million. Uh, I get, I, I'd, I'd buy you a bunch of tires. On Friday, I want $2. Yeah. So. But yeah. What would you do if you win 70 million? We always ask this question on the show. What would you do with $70 million? $70 million. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's, That's too much. Lot. That's too much for one individual. See, it means so we we talk about this a lot, and a lot of other people agree. They should cap it at like maybe twenty million, like for one big mega price, and then they should make they should give Canada like another, I don't know, fifty individual million dollar prizes. So yeah, so well, each person will win a million bucks. I mean, that's. I think they're like other than that seventy million. There's like sixty. Prizes of the yeah. one million. <laughs> 70 bucks. Yeah. 70 million. 70 bucks. 70 bucks. <laughs> what would you million. do with you if you want 70 bucks? 70 bucks. Yeah. Uh, put in half a tank of gas. <laughs> I know. Gas is, here is $1.92. Yeah. That's ridiculous. For American listeners, it's almost eight bucks a gallon. I went to the States a couple of weeks ago. I think it was like. Almost four dollars a gallon. Oh. So, all right, Anyways. let's get to our uh, top yes. five. Top oh, five. I'm watching a lease game and Neilander just scored. Neilander is he back checking though? No, <laughs> he plays for the lease, man. He doesn't hit when he plays for the lease. Compared, if he's playing for Team Sweden, he'd hit everything in sight. You know how those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Res Hockey top five. Uh, this week we are doing the top 
five res beer league team names. Yeah, there's some good ones here. Number five, the Brown News Bears. I like that one. That was a cool one. It's from the. It's almost similar to the the Bad News Bears yeah. that Walter Matthews movie back in the seventies, or uh, it was a movie in the early late nineties, I think, with that Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, yeah. so the <laughs> Brown News Bears. That's pretty good. Uh, number four. The Tagai Selects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's, one. That's a good one. And just put Tagai Selects right on the crest, man. That'd be pursuit. Don't be a Tagai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, number three for top five Res Beer League team names. Number three, the Weekday Stepdads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's a good one. Though. That's a good one, though, but. Then for player of the game, they should have like uh, a tro- a little trophy, and it says uh, "best stepdad." God. <laughs> yeah, something like that, eh? Uh, number two, the number anti two. selects. Oh no! Did I fuck? We have two selects teams that the the, the that guy selects. Yeah, and the anti selects. We have two selects teams. Can we mm-hmm. have? Can we have that? Mm-hmm. Oh, Is we that... can have it. All right. Okay. Bush said we can. We'll we can allow have it. it. We'll allow it this week. Okay. And with this team, imagine if the anti selects was a team coached like an anti Randa team. She was the manager and everything. And she just picked it, picked it, picked a bunch of players that she wanted. So it'd be like the anti selects picked it. What the hell? <laughs> Uh, and the number one team name for our top five this week, the Deadly Uncles. The Deadly Uncles. They were deadly, those guys. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our uh, top five Res Beer League hockey teams with uh, Beer League season is in full effect now, a couple of weeks in. Mm-hmm. So, I'm playing this year again. Bush came out of retirement. Well, this is the first time, first year in like 15 years, I'll be able to play a full season. So you had your game last night. How how do you feel? I feel good about it. How did you nice. feel waking up this morning? Um, <laughs> not normal. I was tired, but I wasn't. I didn't have to wake up at 5:30 to go to the mill for work. It was nice to sleep in. To, it was nice to sleep in till till seven. It was good. What was the score of your game? It was eight nothing. I think it was. It was an eight nothing game, and you were still a zero. You were still uh, your plus, still, plus still, minus uh, was zero. Minus one. Oh, at least just scored. They tied it up two two. Who scored? Marner. Damn it! I didn't want Mitch, Marner to score. Mitchell. Damn it! So I I don't play you until February. Really? Well, I mean, because that's when you'll be healthy, right? Yeah. Well, when's the first game? Maybe I'll. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't have my schedule on me right now, but I know that it was. Uh, I know I play you in, when you're when you're all healthy. It'll be in February, though. That's gonna be a wicked it's game. Be... Oh, I know. I'm gonna slash the shit right out of you. You gotta try. 
And the funny thing is, uh, I know guys on that team are probably like scared. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, geez. Um, What's going on? What's today? Today is the 17th. Uh, This Saturday, I'm going to the big city of Winnipeg, Manitoba. Yeah. Where the Winnipeg Jets will be hosting the Toronto Maple Leafs. I can't wait for that game. Even though the Leafs are playing like shit. Well, they're two and one so far, so they're playing okay, but they could be better. They shouldn't have lost to Montreal. Mm, yeah. So, well, that was a bad giveaway. Like I said, is a first game. No one's jealous. Nothing really. But like Justin Hall, number three for the Leafs. If you're gonna block the shot, block it. If not, get the fuck out of the way, man. He's a re- oh. plus the Jake Muzzin. It's the number one. One of the first things you learn in minor hockey is don't throw it up the middle. No, 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 no. always up the right, t- hard up the glass, hard up the boards. Never, ever, but sure ever enough, you fucking tried to go up the middle or through the side, and you got picked yeah. off and they scored. Come on, that's that's stuff you learn in Adam hockey or U9. Yeah. I was mad, but yeah, I'm looking forward to go the least game. The, the, the family's going, but uh. It's it was an expensive ticket, man. Mm, yeah, four tickets, probably around twelve to thirteen hundred bucks. And I feel bad, like we talked about this last week, how some families won't be able to afford it. Right? It's I know. Should should there be like how can we have it where? T- like families can afford to go take their kid to at least one game, right? Just yeah. to sh- see their favorite hockey player, and and it's unfortunate that that I think what is it, the owners because it's the owners, yeah, and yeah, the players got to look at it. They got to get in touch with the with the with me and you, like the average chump fans. I'm not a and chump. Don't call me a chump. I'm you calling chump. you a chump. When I see us average Joe fans, chumps that we don't make two hundred thousand dollars a year, we're in that. <laughs> I see. You know, you know, we're in that. <laughs> you know, like it's not like we can afford to go game every 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 other week. You know, we are. Why is it the you know NHL I mean? tickets the same price to go watch an NFL game, where NFL players make fifty, sixty million dollars a year? Yep, and. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, tickets are ridiculous. This is going to probably be my only NHL game this year, and it's because of no, lease and because no. it's too expensive. Yeah, thanks a lot, Shane. You 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 actually could have, you know, picked our names out of the hat, but no, you didn't. So for the, for the Colorado Avalanche game, thanks, Shane. If the Leafs are losing, <laughs> I'm going to throw my jersey. Just I'll, I'll make I'll make CBC. Already. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be on CBC, man. I want to be on Sportsnet. <laughs> <laughs> then when I throw my jersey off, take my jersey off and throw it, I'm not gonna have no shirt underneath. So I know you're just gonna be like, uh, I'm gonna like flex. A, you, you're gonna be like that Seinfeld episode when they have to paint their uh, their chest oh, doubles. Yeah. <laughs> Kramer, Putty, and uh, imagine if I like, tried to be like George Costanza. No shirt. I try to jump on the glass and it just breaks. <laughs> yeah, putty. Just land on the ice. <laughs> yeah, I'm making top ten for sure. Yeah, easily. 
If you were going to make an NHL sign, what kind of sign would you make? Would you make? Hmm, that's a good question. I'm trying to yeah. think. Should I take a sign and just? You should. Don't no, be at the. Where are you at though? Where are you sitting at? No, camera? I'm sitting on 105. I'm sitting on the side of the camera, so that's going to okay. be shitty. Mm. I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, it'd be cool to be on CBC or Sportsnet. Yeah. Um, the meme that I made last week got went viral, and <laughs> we got a lot of good, good comments and funny good comments. And yeah, a lot of good feedback. But there was a couple guys who really took it to heart and got offended, eh? Calling yeah. us a piece of shit and that we're embarrassing our culture. It's like, dude, man, hey. it's a fucking meme. Settle down. It, there's fucking it was over 110 or 120,000 people then it was maybe two or three people who got offended and got showed the mad face it's like fuck yeah. we're just having fun playing around everyone else enjoyed the meme and laughed about it and yeah I can't believe that guy called us a piece of shit no I'm not you're a piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, like, I wanted like, to comment but I said, God, just I'm not gonna comment. I'll just, I'll just let it be and let I mean, it be a clown. I mean, there's some good chirps, smudging hearts since 1969, and uh, our boy Penny. How'd that turn out to you? Like, there's some good friendly yeah. chirps in there. Like, keep it friendly, guys. Like, come we're, on, we're doing this for fun. We're not. When yeah. We make shit like make shit up like that. We're not serious, and it's just it. I just want to make people laugh and just have a good chuckle, right? It's it's and if we do offend you, we're sorry. It's not our intention, but just yeah. and if we do lighten the fuck up, it's, it's a joke. Really, yeah. we're not trying to piss anyone off. We're not trying to look down on anyone. We're not trying to look down on our people or make fun of us. It was it's, it was a joke, and it's good to see that a lot of people still have their humor and they uh, thought it was funny. But I know what one one there's one comment here just just smudging your Toronto. Sh- trying <laughs> like shit like that that's that's yeah. good those are all good funny comments like come on guys and i didn't i thought it was more funny than anything else with that guy oh, calling us a piece of shit yeah and that we're just embarrassing ourselves like, calm down man yeah calm down keyboard warrior but yeah and oh fuck <laughs> another thing i want to talk to you about <laughs> since you're a fucking oilers fan What's up with the food prices at Roger Place in Edmonton? 30 bucks for four chicken strips? Holy, Holy shit. Where did this chicken come from? <laughs> Holy crap, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's I, combo one. Chicken tenders, yeah. fries, and a beer. $30. That's a good beer, I bet. Holy jeez. It's a good like chicken, maybe. Combo four, two popcorn and two pop. thirty six fifty. That's ridiculous! Wow. Okay, now that's where that's where players got to step up and you know, st- you know, stick up for us. It's who owns Roger Rogers Place? Is that? Uh, I think that's that. Uh, Edmonton Oilers. Oh yeah, Edmonton uh, Oilers owner Daryl Katz. Yeah. Holy sh- Twenty dollars for a beer and a hot dog. Come on. No, I I know he owns the Oilers. I don't know who actually owns Raxall Place, but still, like. He, like Connor, Leon, like and Mitch, like everybody, Austin, you guys got to stick up for us. Combo two, two cheeseburgers, like, two bags of chips, and a two pop, fifty five dollars. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit! What kind of meat is that? 
<laughs> that it's that uh, Korean Wagyu steak. See what happens when they treat Ethan Bear? The whole thing goes Holy to shit. Yeah. So some uh, aunties should go outside Roger's place and sell Bannock burgers. They'll probably make a killing. <laughs> yeah. Some Indian tacos. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some Bannock. Some tea. Fucking make some tea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Can you add alcohol to tea, or uh, what do you call those iced teas there that that people like drinking? Twisted uh, teas. Twisted teas. Twisted teas. Yeah. <laughs> just the auntie, just bootlegging, making her homemade iced uh, twisted teas. Auntie's yeah. teas. What kind of alcohol is that? Vodka. Is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to promote it. I don't drink it. I think, I think that's a lot of sugar that people are adjusting. Is it? There's a lot of. Tea. Well, I, that, well it's, it's, a, it's a cooler. It's a sweet, right? Yeah, it's a sweet tea, right? So, Sweeter tea, yeah. So I'm guessing. You know. I still can't believe two popcorn and two pop for thirty six fifty. Like how are how are families like a single parent families? How can they afford that? If they're going to going to go to a game, right? Like holy shit! So I don't know. Like who do you talk to? Like maybe talk to a fucking super fan Magoo there in Edmonton. <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> Bang on this there, fucking super fan Magoo. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm starting to swear now. Sorry. I, know. I don't just... mean I don't mean anything. I just I'm in the zone, <laughs> man. I'm in the zone. Oh he's in the zone, guys. Watch out. So but yeah. <laughs> that's an expensive menu, man. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. I think I'm just gonna go to on Saturday, I'm going to go to Dollarama and buy some uh, no-name chocolates and <laughs> a couple of juice boxes and some cheap candy and take it to the game. Yeah. <laughs> Spend five bucks at Dollarama compared to spending 30 bucks. Yeah. I'm taking my kids to the game on Saturday. So uh, I think we're going to go get continental breakfast at the hotel and tell them you better stock up. This is all you're eating before we go to the game. <laughs> Fill your pockets. <laughs> yeah. Get some of uh, those or, uh, porridge packages there. You just add water. You're having some in the room. <laughs> but yeah, seriously though, like that, all the food and tickets and parking, then say if you want a t-shirt, like, holy shit, that's an expensive night. Pretty soon you're only going to see uh, chief and council at games because they're yeah, they're going to be the only ones that are going to be of be afford to go to these damn games. That's why I said earlier, like go to the AHL if you're in Winnipeg. Calgary has an AHL team. Yeah, uh, Abbotsford and BC they have AHL teams. A lot of major junior teams now, even junior A, junior B. Go to those games. They're yeah. just as good because a lot of those junior kids are still have that they have that edge where they still want to impress goats and want to go to that next level. So they're going to be crashing and banging and doing anything to win. So go check out those hockey games too. So, cause a lot of those games are affordable for uh, the families that can't afford to go to these NHL games. So uh, Arizona just scored again, three, two. No oh boy, man. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm I'm worried. Matt Murray's hurts. Well, did you see that ovation ovation that uh, Carey Price got on opening yeah, night? Is that did, awesome? Yeah. 
That was awesome. If that did not give you butterflies or goosebumps, like something's wrong with you, man. Even though I'm not a Habs fan, but you got to cheer for Carey Price. He's just, he's, he's one of us. Oh, Lee scored. Oh, that's my kid. That's my kid, Nick, cheering um, in the dining room and he's watching in the living room. So obviously the Leafs scored. So yeah, it was good to see Carey Price. It's, he's a, uh, he, a big supporter of indigenous hockey players and the youth, especially. So it's good to see him walking out and uh, saluting the fans. And I hope he comes back, man. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's really missed in the indigenous hockey community. So anything else before we F out of here? I'm good. Uh, Next. What are we going to do next week? Are we going to have a show? Because I'll be in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if I have internet. Where are you going to be? Halliburton, Ontario. Uh, I'm at some YMCA camp where they shot the movie Camp Rock. Oh. So we're in the middle of of nowhere. So uh, a couple years ago, I went there and I barely had internet. I mean, data on my phone or a service on my phone. So. (laughs) And Sunday's a travel day, so I'll be going from Winnipeg to Toronto. So I don't know if I'll want to take my laptop. No, security. Maybe, we'll, maybe a couple of weeks from now, we'll, we'll come back on the air. Okay, you hear that, folks. Uh, no show next week, which is would be, yeah. So, yeah, we'll be back on Halloween, though. Okay. No show next week because I'm away, and unless you want to do it by yourself. Not, no. okay Uh, no show next week we'll be back in two weeks Uh, don't go changing on me there Bush keep keep being deadly and keep being handsome I'll try All right, uh, that's it for episode 60 thanks for uh, joining us we really appreciate you guys hanging out with us for an hour and change and you guys are awesome we really appreciate the support that you guys give us and yeah. it really means a lot to us and it helps us. It gives us uh, momentum to keep doing this show. So keep being deadly guys. And uh, we appreciate the love and support. Yes. And don't do. forget to take care of each other, love each other and support each other in anything. If, and if you need a hug, shoot us a message and we'll shoot you a virtual hug. Yeah. Cause Bush likes giving hugs. Oh, well, you know, everyone needs a hug. It's everyone does. So, all right, guys, we'll see you next week and uh, take it easy. Peace. Peace.